0: Welcome to Central Moments. You know what? Sometimes we just have to sing. And I'm going to spare you listening to me sing. But I love the way David starts Psalm 33. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. For it is fitting for the upright to praise him and praise the Lord with. Then he mentions some musical instruments, the harp, and make music to him on the 10-string lyre. Sing to him. He says it again. Sing to him a new song play skillfully, and shout for joy. Now, when people are walking through very difficult times, as I mentioned a few days ago, I I encourage them to to prayerfully read, meditate on, and pray back to the Lord uh, these verses in Psalms 30 through 33. And 33 kind of is our praise chapter, because, because praise, you know, it precedes our victories, and praise follows victory it's fitting he says, for the upright to praise him and and this this is a fitting chapter to end these previous three chapters that walk us through times where we don't know if the weeping is going to end in our lives and when our our guilt is is just overwhelming us and we're just needing the refuge and and strength against things we can't control and we can't seem to change Um, there is a there is an exit door to those seasons and here it is and and we just sing and and you read this before you're, you're you're done the trial and the hard time and it just challenges us to let's not wait till the victory comes we sing before victories come as well as after they come verse 4 for the word of the lord is right and true this is why we sing and he is faithful in all he does and this is the heart of faith faith isn't isn't you know insisting that certain things work out certain ways faith is trust in the faithfulness of God. It's confidence in the character of God. And, and he said, we know God's word. He's right. He's true. And he's faithful in all he does. And so this praise focuses us on him, even though we may not be through the trial yet. And the Lord loves righteousness and justice. And the earth is full of his unfailing love. And... And then he warns us that, that praise always reminds us that the way of self-dependence will always let us down, especially when we're in the middle of something and we're just tempted to take things into our own hands. Praise keeps us God-directed. For he says in verse 16, No king is saved by the by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse, even though you may need horses for the fight, it's a vain hope. You don't put your hope there. It's a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. This is where praise takes us to his unfailing love, to his faithfulness, to deliver them from death and to keep them alive even in famine. And so, verse 20 The next verse, we wait for the Lord for he is our help and our shield. In him our hearts worry. No. In him our hearts are weighed down. No. He says in him our hearts rejoice. And only for one reason. Because everything suddenly worked out around us. No. In him our hearts rejoice for we trust in his holy name. May your and, and, and what a great prayer may your unfailing love be with us lord even as we put our hope in you so i'd like to challenge you today to cast down the idol of self-dependence and to begin to praise the lord and wait on him and put your confidence in his trustworthiness and faithfulness even if you're not through to the victory yet Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are this kind of God, trustworthy, faithful. And Lord, your unfailing love can be with us. So we pray that with David at the end of Psalm 33. May your unfailing love be with us as we put our hope in you. And we praise you for that new song that you put in our hearts. We thank you that you are the one who loves us and is overcome. In your name, amen.